0: Shalom Rav Leitman. Shalom Adani. Hello,
1: Dr. Leitman. Hello, Mr. A few current events. The Islamic Jihad waited for Biden to finish his visit here in Israel, and immediately after they, he left, they shot four missiles, fired four missiles at Israel. Israel bombed Gaza. The way I feel it, they are managing us. No matter how much you strike them back later, the next day they strike you again. And if they feel like it, there's a period of quiet. How do they do it time after time? We need to understand, to get to know our neighbors. It is their nature. They use all of your weaknesses and want to bring you to a state of... um, an ongoing war that will wear you out. What do we need to do in order to to win? To erase this entire area of bad people? How are you going to do it? I don't know, but you asked about the solution, so I gave it to you. Every time we go in there, look, I don't know, to go in, not to go in. I've been hearing about it for many years. Yeah, there's like no solution. No solution. Who said that there needs to be a solution? That it can be resolved but will it be resolved by you all the time canceling abolishing our existence in different air territories giving up the the land of Israel will that resolve things of course not things will only get worse whatever side you look at it from it's there's no solution. Because your force, it it doesn't... If we look at the power that we have and they have, we can wipe them out, but they're not afraid.
0: They're,
1: They're tiny, but don't give a damn about nothing. The solution is simple. To get them out of all of these territories and that none of them will be left there. What will Gaza look like then? it will be a place relatively empty with a good fence where they will live without anything to do with us. And how do you come to that? That's a different question. I need to reach a state where I have no connection to such neighbors. if want to divide them into good and bad and throw at the bat. No, no, not to divide them into these and those at all, but to divide between Israel and Arabs, the state of Israel, and a certain area that I leave for them. Okay, so today I have Gaza. We detached from Gaza. I have a fence between Israel and Gaza. It doesn't give you quiet. They shoot at you from over the fence. In such a case, you need to give an answer that they will have no ability to shoot at you. How? What kind of answer do you give? Mister, you were in the army. I was in the army. What do you want? That will now start discussing how to do it. Simple question. How do you cause them not to raise their head? You're saying, give them such a blow that they won't raise their head. But if you give such a blow, the next day Israel will be... Excluded by the world. No, nah, no big deal. We already did such things by the way. And the world took it, swallowed it. So you're you say if it's not enough that you need to apply more force. That's your only hope? Yeah. Force against them and force against us. What's the force against us? That we too need to be the way we need to be according to what it says about Jews, that they need to be connected with one another. So what kind of force do we need to instill in the country? and the country, there needs to be a very serious attack on every Jew for him to be, to learn about the force of connection. Who takes whom? we attack ourselves by the power of connection between us that in the territory of Israel live people that have good relations with each other.
0: And how is that
1: related to our discussion about Islamic Jihad? These are two different things. What we need to do in order to separate from them and what we need to do with ourselves in order to create here among Jews a good and nice relation. So these two unrelated things, do they ever connect in relation to them? They connect, but not... um, they connect to a state of success in life, meaning also quiet from the side of Gaza, from the side of Gaza, and from our side too. So you're saying that against them, I need to apply greater force and to isolate them from us. And here at home, here at home, we need to apply force on ourselves in order to learn how to be and love another as yourself. If here there will be more connection, love between us, there will be more quiet. For sure. Not more, but there will be quiet. Why? Because that's the condition. Also says so in the Torah. All of Israel are friends. Condition for what? For quiet. Quiet from there. Quiet here. No one will come to us and won't cause us any harm. So in conclusion, if I want for the Islamic Jihad and other terror organizations not to lift their head, what do I need to do? You need to make it so that you will not raise your head against any Jew.
0: That
1: you will come closer in a good, nice, warm, and friendly way to any Jew, at least within the territory of Israel, then you'll see that all of our enemies, they too, will behave the same way toward us, in a good and nice way. Mark Zuckerberg presented the new model based on AI that allows to translate about 200 different languages on a very high level, including rare languages. It will allow good and quick communication between most people in the world. When I heard about it, I thought that it's like the correction of the Tower of Babel. It said that back then people stopped understanding each other. And here, thanks to AI, we'll start understanding. You can talk to any person in the world without knowing their language, and you'll understand each other. I think that it's really, you know, the times of the Messiah. And what do we have as a result of us hearing each other? Not only to hear, also understand. And to understand, and what? I'm in conflict with all the people of the city, my family, my relatives, that we understand each other's language very well. And we're in conflict. So it's not enough to just understand the language. Of course not. Will it bring us closer to each other? Maybe it's the contrary. Why? Because maybe it's better that I don't understand Hindu or Chinese. There are three or four billion people there in these two countries. You wouldn't want to understand them? I don't know, I'm afraid. Why? Because then I'll understand that they're so far from me, against me, etc. Not all of them. I don't know. So you're saying that it's not the understanding of the language which will bring people closer. I see that even kids sometimes do this. They not want to hear each other. Right.
0: Okay. So what? So maybe he did
1: something pretty and nice, but you need to hear the heart of the other person, from heart to heart, and not from um, mouth to ear. What does it mean to hear the heart of the other? That I will know what is in his heart, and he will know what is in my heart and that we can connect at heart. So if you'll understand what I tell you, you'll feel my heart. No, maybe it will push us away from each other, then I'll understand how far from you are. So how do you feel, if not through this translation technology, how do I feel someone's heart that doesn't speak my language? we need to first of all correct the heart and then it's good if we connect from heart to heart what does it mean to correct the heart? if I am among people that talk the same language as I do, and I hear how much against me they are, curse me, don't want to talk to me, say different things about me, then maybe it's better that I won't hear it all. Yeah, but why have this kind of... uh, Why be paranoid? Who said that everyone's against you? You're right. So how do we come closer at heart? We'll wait for this device, tool, this technology. And then we'll see how much it helps people connect with one another. You're skeptic. Skeptical. No, no. I'm sure that it will only cause harm. Really? When do I need this device? When I go to some place... Not necessarily. You can sit in your office and talk to someone from India. Suppose you don't speak Russian with someone from Russia, Egyptian. You can talk to any person in the world. You don't need translators or nothing. He talks. You hear? Very true. True. I agree. So why aren't you so excited about it? Because I know that unless we correct people, then the less they talk to each other, the better. That's good. Now, people, for them to be a bit more corrected... What do you mean, a bit more corrected? To have a good, nice attitude toward each other. That's what you previously told me from heart to heart. Yeah. Zuckerberg can't help you here. He's a snake. The son of a snake. When people want to have a good attitude toward each other, will we understand each other? If we will correct our nature and relate to each other nicely, we don't need, we won't need this device. Why? Why? will feel the heart of the other. You'll understand me without understanding my language? Yeah, I'll feel your heart. What do I need you to rise your emotion from your heart to your mind, to your intellect, and convert it into sounds and letters to explain what you feel? I immediately feel your heart, and that's it. That's good, but we won't be able to talk. We don't need to talk don't need to talk. I feel your heart in my heart. And you, my heart in your heart. And that's it. We're in one heart. As one man in one heart. Beautiful. I want to tell you um, a story that's on Twitter that goes by the name of Beautiful Story About Charity and its reward. A few years ago, a family gave their apartment for a weekend to an elderly man who was looking for a place to stay next door to his brother who lives in the same neighborhood. They weren't at home. They said, please use our house. On Friday Eve, the lights went out in the stairway. Uh, The old man went out, fell, got injured and died. A few years went by and his son is now suing the entire building for a million shekels. Now, when I heard about it, aside of it being a tragedy, I said, Dr. Leighton always says that we need to open our heart toward each other to be good to one another. Here, people open their heart and what they did a favor to a stranger and a million sheikh, a lawsuit, It doesn't always work. It doesn't always work because here it's connected to a few, several different people. This was an elderly person and why did he need an apartment? He wanted to be close to his brother that lived in that neighborhood. Probably they had some kind of something event. So his son is a modern guy he's suing for what he deserves. Why does he deserve it? No, no, I'm I'm kidding. But, you know, today anyone who can sue, sues. So what can we learn? Should we open our heart toward others or not? According to what you're saying, of course not. And it's not just one example. I see many cases in which people wanted to be good and life gave them a slap in return. So, how to act, that's the question. How to act, how to behave. Uh, According to the laws, according to lawyers, and not to follow some nice inclinations that sometimes awaken in a person So when you say that we need to give feel love toward others, have an open heart, what do you mean? No, no, not to be in that, to the contrary, to be very formal, not to open your heart to anyone. That's serious. And what will we come to? We'll come to every person being um, a lawyer in relation to others. Are you serious? We're building such a life in which we have no choice that that's how we behave toward each other more and more. So what do you want? This is the kind of life that we'll come to. Sounds sad. doesn't sound sad.
0: But previously,
1: we needed to sign an agreement for that weekend for him (laughs) to sign bring a few more granters and, and you know a signature from the bank They gave it to him for free. No, no, no. And an insurance uh, to be covered on all sides. And then you give him the apartment. It sounds like the U.S. A friend of mine came back from the U.S. He said that if a person fell on the street, you don't touch him because you're afraid to be sued later. That's how we need to live here. Yeah, but you see what they came to. So... So, how are we supposed to live here in Israel? We're supposed to live here by our law of love another as yourself. But for it to really be everywhere and from heart to heart. And we can't. We don't want to. This isn't something that we're intending to do. So, we'll get more blows. What kind? These kinds of blows... That no one will be able to give you a hand or help because it can come right back at you in the form of a lawsuit or whatever. So, what can you do? That's life. There's no how about it. You need to study law in order to be a simple citizen. And after that, you'll know how can you behave in every place, in every situation. And instead of TV and books and such, good and nice things, you need to daily listen to how to behave properly and not to fail in that regard. It's kind of pressuring. No, it's a normal life for every citizen. That's your vision for Israel, for the entire world? Many times I heard you say that everyone needs to be connected as one man in heart, in love. That's what you learned for me. I see that this is what you tell me about everything. Here you're saying you should be a lawyer to keep yourself from being harmed. It's in the opposite direction. So decide. I'm not deciding. Life decides instead of me. And I need to only prepare myself <laughs> from trial to trial.
0: That's how
1: we'll, we'll conclude. Exactly. Okay. The state of Israel is one of the most stressed places in the world. On the one hand, the stress here is at an insane level. On the other hand, Israel is also very high in the global happiness index in 12th place. We have as if these two opposite feelings. We're very stressed and we're also very happy. How do you explain it? Because we like the stress. We like the stress. It gives us a feeling of action, of vitality, life. That's what my kids tell me. Without being stressed, you don't feel alive. But I don't feel that I like being stressed. I'm simply stressed because of life. The thing is simple. Are you managing the stress, or is the stress managing you? But if you manage the stress, then you're actually happy. You live in that action. You live in it. You feel that you're living in a marketplace. What does it mean that the pressure is managing me? It means that you're forced to do different things... And what does it mean that I manage the stress? It's that you activate, you, you run life in yourself and others, but because you like it, you want it, you grew up that way, you can't go without it. How could it be that for 30 minutes I already didn't hear some fighting, some something... No, an ambulance doesn't pass every 10 minutes by my window. The world froze. So this place, Israel, does it always have to be that way? This place will be stressed, or will we ever be in a calmer situation? Maybe once. In the meantime, I don't see it. It'll become ever more stressful. But still, when you ask people, are you happy? Here, you see that we're in a very high place. So it's stress and happiness. How do these two go together? In other places, it seems like either they're stressed or they're happy. Here it's both. We're built for stress to begin with. What do you mean? The people of Israel, to begin with, was created to be stressed, to feel hate from everyone. The pressure from everyone. They themselves to form different states of stress and pressure, terrible ones. And that is its life. And is it supposed to lead us to some something good? It is supposed to lead us to advancement, progress toward what? toward something, but progress. Therefore, we're first in everything. Because of the stress? Because of the stress. What? You don't know. Jews, can a Jews sit quietly? No. So that's it? So what do we do in order to maximize the happiness? You talked about pressure. What about happiness? How can we maximize it? So we won't be in twelfth place. I want to be in first place. First. First place. It's that each of us will be a Rothschild. We can't. Each will be a Rothschild. In your sentence, it's already clear why it's impossible. Each of us. I want to be a bit more of a Rothschild than you. So it'll never happen. Still, we're a Rothschild. That's what everyone thinks. Today it means exit before you're 30. That's fine. But until then, nothing you can do, mister. You simply need to learn how to live in peace, constant peace. I want it. How? But it will also be constant pressure from what? Of how to live in constant peace. So, is it pressure or peace? Both. Can you explain, elaborate a bit, elaborate a bit? You need to work on being calm and every moment make sure that you are calm. What it's like a split personality? Yeah, it is a split. So, what do I think about? You think about how to be good, how to be good toward everyone. Again, I think about what? You need to think about how to be good to everyone. And this will bring me peace and calm and to arrange yourself such in that direction that only this brings you peace. That you think about everyone and you want peace for everyone, And then you start feeling peace that you handed out to everyone. Where does the pressure go? Uh, To that you dissolve in everyone. What do you mean? That you simply are smeared. Is Is it good?
0: Well,
1: if today you feel from morning till evening action, and for you that's life, then I'll give you a different kind of action. Go into such action where you will constantly be in tranquility with everyone, but you need to be stressed about being and tranquility with everyone. So the key is that you connected the others into the equation. Yeah, of course. So you're saying that today you're stressed one way or another, but it doesn't always bring you to tranquility. Now you added other people into it. Right. So why did that create an essential change in the balance between stress and happiness? that you're dependent on everyone and everyone depends on you? Why does it make a difference? Because you become connected, interdependent, connected. And then in this connection, you start feeling that you belong to everyone and everyone belongs to you and that all of you become as one person. Thank you. There's a new app in Israel called NGL. It's intended for teenagers and it allows you to express opinions anonymously. I think the idea is brilliant, because sometimes you think of something that you don't want to sound out loud. So they invented an app that you can express your opinion uh, clean, whatever way. But life made it a place where people curse, threaten, express themselves in the most aggressive way. Threats, cursing, Latin sexual descriptions. All the evil in the world is there. Obviously, because it shows you who people are. That's my question to you. Why any good thing that's invented inverts into bad? Because it can't be any other way with our nature. What do you mean? That we're bad. And so you see a copy of yourself. When I think about it, it seems to me that a person likes hearing bad things. I look, what do I see on the news? This happened here, that happened there. If you have good news, a good news channel, no one will comes to watch. It doesn't interest anyone. It seems like we have something on the inside that pulls us to hear bad things. Sure, what will I look at the good news channel for? How a girl was crying because she lost her kitten or something else. I need something that, you know... That you have action there—soccer, people fighting, accidents, or politicians yelling at each other. Or I watch a channel where there's uh, where the symphony starts playing for an hour and a half. So that's boring. Okay. So why do we need this negative action, the conflicts, struggles? fighting, accusations. Why? That's life. Why? It looks like that's life, but from the inside, a person's drawn to it. Right? Because in that, a person expresses all of his evil. Yeah? Is there something good about it too? No, there's nothing good about it. Aside from the fact that we acknowledge that all of us are evil. Do you think that whatever people will invent eventually will invert into something bad? Of course. But when you invent it, you want something good. They wanted to create a place where a person can express himself without being afraid of people saying, you can't think that. And through that, it was revealed what human nature is, that it's evil. Entirely. Man's inclination is evil from the start. Is this revelation supposed to advance us towards something? toward the recognition of evil? That all of us are evil, that all of us are egoistic, that all of us are gross. Nah, don't even have the words for it. And then, and then, let's open next to that a channel of how to correct the evil. How? For that, there's a method, but that's after you acknowledge the evil. If you don't, then continue watching this channel. But from time to time, go in, go out, see how the evil all the time is coming out of a person like a serpent. So bad? Much worse. Why did nature create such a creature? Ask the creator. He says, I've created the evil inclination. And everything ends and he rests. So the creator created us evil? Of course. But the creator is good. Because he saw how from that bad comes good. What good? The inverted good inverted to the bad. How will... uh, What uh, what will a good person be like? Heaven. What do you mean? That all of us live in a state where everyone has the good, but because we discover how evil he created us, otherwise we won't feel the good. What will we want to hear then on the news? How much people... Mm have good relations, built good relations with each other upon the evil, showing us all these tragedies that each eats the others and then the, uh, the opposite is revealed. But you can't explain it. It'll be like these Hindu movies or whatever that suddenly it's revealed that uh, that's their mom and dad and the son and this. It's called Bollywood. So you're saying that we need to reach the very end to see all the evil in the person that he's worse than a snake. That's how everyone is? Everyone? And completely, fully, totally.
0: And
1: we need to discover it. And we're deteriorating toward it. We can discover it in a good way. Meaning that we know that this is what we are. So let's discover it. But it's like coming down from some... Hill, but with your foot on the brakes. So, bed by bed, you go, come down, there's that, or you already have no wheel in your hand, the brakes are shot, and the car is rolling, and that's all ahead of us. Thank you. The cost of living is sharply increasing in Israel and with it comes a new phenomenon where people in financial distress steal basic products from food chains, for example. A security guard at a grocery store asked a young mother to open her bag and in it he found baby milk substitute. Uh, The mother started crying and asked him to forgive her. She said she has a baby at home and no money. When I heard it, tears really came to my eyes. What are we supposed to do with such people that are caught for stealing food? Nothing you can do. People are reaching states where they have no choice. They have no choice. Simply, it is a terrible phenomenon. And really, I'm talking about cases where, you know, that's it. There is nothing I can say. It's a shame that in Israel, and the Jewish state, certain things happen and we're, dis- we're handing out millions of shekels every day and we're spending them on different needless events. And what do you do with all those Parliament members, it's terrible. Terrible. I think that there's nothing more horrific than to hear something like that. Yeah, but that's what you have. When you think about it, the country, as a country, is prospering. There are also individuals here that are very rich, meaning you have money here. So how is it that we, the Jewish people, that all throughout history, you know, my grandfather in Yemen had 12 kids. He saw an orphan, his, his parents died. He adopted him and took him with them to Israel. He had 12 kids. He took the 13th, added him. It's like there's a feeling. Now, I'm not saying that there's no volunteering and charities and everything here. You have them abundantly, but there are figures that if you arrange them, something good should come out, but in practice, a mom's stealing milk substitute because she has no money. Why don't things work out for us? We need to correct our heart. Need to correct our heart. You... Can open a million charities with plenty of money and people that will take care of all the needy and everything. And still, he'll be left with plenty of needy and ill and elderly and babies that stay unattended for still. Why? Because there's no heart-to-heart relations between people. This is something that we're not developing, teaching, nurturing, preparing the heart of the person that he's born and develops and learns in school, etc., all these things. He doesn't look at the other person instead. That's the problem. We lack many people to understand this and to try and build a country that's based on such relations. So, From year to year, we're getting worse, we're drying up, we're becoming more distant toward one another, alienated. The world, too, but especially we. For the people of Israel, it won't pass quietly. That's how it is. A letter that you got from one of your viewers. She says, Hello, Dr. Lightman. I'm going through difficult times, and I'm asking for your help. I'm married for 20 years. I have three beautiful kids. Me and my husband, we had a good marriage all these years. But in the past months... His attitude toward me really changed. A month ago, he simply got up and left home, without explaining why. I feel that my world just collapsed. How does a person do something like that to leave me and the kids, three kids? What can I do to bring him back home? I don't know. To get his family involved. It's a problem. There's a very special age among men when they really get this drive to run away from the family, run away from home, do something with themselves. Around the ages of 40, 50,
0: I don't
1: know what to do. It's hard. It's difficult. Yeah, it's difficult. What can you recommend her? I recommend her to... Influence him through uh, their relatives, children to influence the husband, and have patience. If she'll do these things patiently, he'll come back. You need to understand that it is a result of... It comes from... The man, the male character, from the man's character, that he can't live with a woman for so many years. It's hard for him. It's heavy. What can she tell herself that will give her strength? I don't know. I don't have words. But the problem is well-known in medicine and psychology and everything. I don't know. No one knows how to deal with these things. Really, it's a special age. The question is, what is a person searching for? What does he have? Why continue for another 30 or 40 years? Today, people live extended periods of time. So I have nothing to say. What should she think about in order to get inner strength to stay in touch with him? Through the kids, through his relatives, and to make it so that nonetheless they'll meet at some common events so that he will feel that he has a family and he has a home and he has where to go back to. That's it.